When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. All right, now, hello, DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN, Super Box Bonanza, the fifth SBBV coming up um, later on in the show. We have the Knicks with a throttling. We have uh, Mike Vrabel is now unemployed. Mike Vrabel, huh? Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, all might be available. Yeah, Belichick, not yet. I said all might be might available. Be available yeah. All might be available. Maybe Mike Tomlin, too. According to Shefty, maybe he wants a year off. Right, but would he be available if he's taking a year off? For the right offer? Who knows? Can you imagine that? Imagine those four coaches available. That is That oh. would be some uh, some avenue to go down. Um, what, what, today's Stump Rothenberg. Yeah, Stump Wednesday. Right. Yep, the best day. Because it's a Wednesday, so it's Stump Rothenberg. We have a big meeting after the show, which oh, I'm thrilled about. Huge meeting. I'm excited for it. Should be good, but yeah, I know what hopefully. you do. I, I know. What no, you, I already uh, told you. No, because I know what it's going to be. I have a game plan. I know what it's going to be. It's like you're going to you're going to want to be. I want to get out of here in 15 minutes, and then you're going to start like you're going to turn it on. It's all going to get turned. I, I know how it works because I said like, oh, here it is. Now it's on. Like I'm going to want to actually have some real questions in this meeting, which I think is fair. And you're going to be like, so, and you're going to go into some of you one of your diatribes. No, no, not diatribe. I loosen people up for you, and then you come in with the hard-hitting questions. Uh-huh. I think that's how it's supposed to work. Um, the Professional Women's Hockey League. Oh, yeah. Excited about that. Commissioner on this afternoon, uh, this morning. That's right, 9.30, Jaina Hefford. Yeah, they're us. excited about this. This is, plus with the people behind this league. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exciting. There's a New York team, right? Yeah. Where they're did... uh, going to play at, uh, they played Bridgeport and UBS. Nice. Yeah. UBS, that's a good location. I got a text Maybe you'll message. drop a ceremonial first puck. I got a text message from a buddy last night that was doing one of the games, and he said that the goalie for the New York team, they asked her who her favorite goalie was, and she said me. No. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's the one. Save that's the one person. You know what? Good for good for you, good for her, good for everybody. Good for everybody. Make you feel good in the morning. You know? And there's there's no choice, right? If you want to root for the New York team, you have one choice of a New York team. That's it. That's it. There's no, we rally pulled, around that team. Not pulled in three different directions. That's what we do, rally around um, that team. Guess, guess what Aaron Rodgers was on um, with Pat McAfee yesterday and he was. crew. So we'll certainly get into that, which I look forward to. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. It was funny. I was just telling RJ. So I was watching the show yesterday. So they did. So McAfee did did his show, did game day, 
and then he did the McAfee cast. You're talking about Monday. Yeah, so it's like 10 right. hours of television. Right. And then they get stuck in Houston because of the weather, so they can't fly back to Indy. The weather was bad in Houston? Yeah. Okay. So they couldn't get out, so they stayed. They closed They closed the uh, the lobby bar down and then had to wake up 5.30 to get back to Indy to do a show. Two, two of the guys from the crew didn't get didn't show up for the shuttle. They oh, really? To, they had to send up security. So then midway, so they're doing the show, so Aaron comes on, he does... They usually take three breaks, so they'll take a break after, or two breaks, one after the first, one after the second, and the show's over after the third. Right. So Aaron runs long, so they go to uh, they go to ESPN+, Plus. Aaron's done, and then they're like, Pat's like, well, <laughs> I think that might be it. What do you mean? What do you <laughs> mean? Like, I, that's it. Like, he's like, I, I hate to do this, but I think that might but be it. But the show is just over? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make it to three hours. He's like, I, I think this is it. Wait, they didn't make, could, so... <laughs> He was hoping. What time was it? You know uh, what? I'm done now. Uh, well, they kept. I mean, they they probably kept it on for like I want to say like two two maybe forty. So like at like but two, he wanted at two forty. He was like, all right, listen, I'm I've got nothing wanted, left. I'm done. He wanted to get Aaron on at twelve oh five, and and do Aaron so because Aaron usually runs over an hour, right? <laughs> play replays of just, the of the interview they just, just had. Done. Yeah. Like throwing his hardball. Could interview. you imagine us doing that this morning? No. No, no, at like nine thirty, be like, you know what? I think I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Been a good two and a half, three and a half. See you guys tomorrow. That's nice. It would be nice. That would be nice, but we cannot do that. No, nor, we nor would we want to do that. No, I, love, I go five hours, six, seven. Why do you go seven today? No. Why do you do six to ten with me, and then you, RJ, and Ray can go ten no. to one? I told you, I do not do radio without you. Oh yeah, sure. No, you, no me. Okay. You want to do six? I'll do six. You want to do two? I'll do two. Whatever you want. Okay. Um, so Nick's with a just a, a oh. and, and also this this Wing Martindale thing is weird now. Well, I don't know if it's weird. I mean, it's, it's weird because he has, he hasn't right. But it's I, I mean, just they, told the Giants he's leaving. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, they could have they could have fired him, which is what they, which is what he what wants. they want. Yeah, which is what he wants. Which is I'm sure what they want, but they don't want to have to pay him. Right. So they want him to quit. He wants them or to get to go wherever he wants. Fire him. Right. And, so he has, but he just left. Right. Well, what'd you do? I mean, he they, they got into an argument with Dable. Yeah, but you would think that he would go to, to Mara or Dable or Shane and say, I'm I'm done. Well, he doesn't want to resign. <laughs> but this he is what makes be, it very weird. Well, no, like you're gonna go like you're gonna try to power play me. I'm gonna turn it and power play you. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do you the dissatisfaction of resigning and you not having to pay me. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, well, and the whole thing is. So, just, so he's... He, well, have respect. Like, fire me then. Don't, don't try to go... Don't... Because you know what you were doing. At the moment, he is still the Giants defensive coordinator. Yeah. In Sarasota now. Right. Yeah. And not responding to the Giants and mm-hmm. not involved with the Giants. Nope. And we're going to sit now and watch this thing play. Well, how would you feel about this? If you I were, don't want to be mean, done, though. If I if I was going to quit, I, I if I'm going to tell people within the organization, but not the, the, the higher ups that I'm going to be done, I well, would Well, maybe tell, he thought about it, though. Maybe he called his agent. His agent's like, no, don't resign. Make them fire you. And if they don't, hang out. Get paid your $3 million to do nothing. You'll get a job after that. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, I would just think quit, and then someone will snap you up right away. Well, well I understand that. But it's it's also, I mean, the, the idea that you already had a bad relationship, and it's pretty transparent what they, they try to do to you. Like, they fired your right-hand guy. Right. They fired his brother. Right. And then... And they don't want him. Right. They don't want you. Which is a Weasley thing to do, too. If you That's don't want saying. the guy, just fire the guy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I agree with that. But now that they're doing these things and you want to leave, all right, so so now now leave. 
Like the Giants are starting with the Weasley, and now it feels like Wink Martindale's picking up where they're leaving. Well, it gets off. petty, yeah, but I'm sure, like, I mean, just put yourself in that position, though. I mean, it's it's easy to sit here and say that now until this is I mean, something that just happened. This happened to you here, right? Like they don't, you clearly don't want you here. But rather than just fire you and let you go on go on your way, have to pay you right. until you get a new job, they're like, "Hey, we're going to fire your uh, your co-host." Right. To and make me get, they can do all the things to make me miserable. So I'm so unhappy that I I no. have no choice but to quit. Right now, I'm going to make you miserable. Then we'll figure it out. I, I'm sorry. I, this is this for this kind of money. This is a, it's very immature to be acting like this on both sides. Right. So I mean, but that's I mean, it's how bad the relationship was. Yeah. Well, this thing's broken. There's, I, even that I was listening to someone this morning. So out there, he could very well be back. He's not coming back. No, I don't think he's coming back. No. You, you don't get you over don't want this that kind, kind of, of work stuff. environment. No. Um, so the next last night, boy, I got I got to tell you, sit down, watch the game. Five minutes in. It's over. It's glorious. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I like competitive games. I loved it. I love being able to watch the game, feed up, no stress, just enjoy, look at stats, look at numbers. What a treat from the Knicks last night. It really was. And I think that's, I mean, for me, and I'll give Raymond credit because he, he said it in the group chat last night. I mean, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a sign of a good team is that you have some success. You don't take your foot off the gas against a, a team that you should beat. You're at home. Portland's not good, and there was never in doubt. Portland's really, Portland's really not good. No, they're really not good. And what I love about the Knicks right now is, do you know what their record is against teams that are below 500? Yeah, so that's what good teams do, right? They hammer the bad teams, then they're mediocre against the 15 good teams. And one. Yeah, so they take care of business. And it, listen, you, I mean, Utah is that the one loss? Um, I would what, have to go what back. was the stat you gave me? Look. They're 15 and one. In, 15 in, and one in, 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 against teams that are below 500. I think it's got to be Utah, right? They lost that game in Utah. Yeah. But so. you, yes, I guess, because your memory is better than mine. But that's the that's the stat, fifteen and one. Well, you know what? It, and then you, you saw. I mean, if you, you saw, clean up against the bad teams, it's hard not to be a good team in this league. Well, you are a good team, and you just absolutely destroyed Philly. Like, here's what I'll say about this whole thing. And, and, and again, I hate, I hated to see IQ go. Mm-hmm. I thought that RJ. I didn't like to see Barrett go either. Well, but I thought I thought RJ needed a change of scenery. It, it just wasn't gonna. If he ever wanted to become the player that he thinks he could be, it wasn't gonna happen here. Like him being the third option here was that's not fair. Work. He goes home, comfortable situation, but like this team now, this starting five especially, they're much better defensively. No, much better. It's, it's not even a question. There's more spacing. The ball is moving. You saw, I mean, OG last night cooking in the first quarter, 16 points in the first quarter. Right. And it was like, hey, he's got it going. Let's get him the ball. Right. And the nice thing about him is it's, it's one of two things. It's either he's powering it in from the paint or he's shooting the three. And if you watched, and if you watch, yeah, he's always moving, he's cutting, like he's an unselfish player. But right, it's to funny. the basket, yeah. Like we were talking about when he first got here, like he doesn't need the ball. Like he's going to play great defense, he's going to move, he's going to get in the spots where you can give him the ball, or he's going to be standing in the corner for the three. Is like even you watch his post-game interview, like he doesn't, he doesn't need to speak much either. <laughs> like he's like, he's happy to Love be it. here, like he's happy to play great defense, he's happy to, you know, whatever he can do to contribute offensively, he'll do it. And, you know, like, I think there's a lot of people feel like that there's a, there's another, you know, level he can get to. Right. But I mean, another thing last night too was the concern for me, and I know you was like, what do we do behind Brunson, and what do we what are we getting scoring wise off the bench? And last night you had Deuce who's getting an expanded role, gave you, I mean, what did he give you sixteen sixteen I, I, points I, I, last it night? Still concerns me a little bit. Yeah, what you're going to well, you know, it's going to take you a while to trust. And him. also against Portland, I know. when you're up by thirty, yeah, you know what? It's easy to play great when you're you know in, in a tooth and nail battle against a good team. Maybe it's not so easy. Yeah, but I think that's. I mean, it, I say this to you all the time. On really good teams, it's every player on that team 
has a a role. Like there is a, a a clear role for each player on that team, and each player tries to be a star in that role. Like whatever it is, you need me to score. I can score. Like whatever that role is. And right now with this with this trade, it feels like everyone kind of has a they know their role on the right. team. Yep. Like Grimes is coming off the bench now, mm-hmm. and you saw him last night. Like I like Divincenzo too. Oh yeah, he's athletic. This this is a really this is a well put together team right now. And and you know it's funny. And I, I don't know that I'm definitively on this train, but I'm I'm moving in that direction. We, when, when Mitchell Robinson comes back next year, and he, he and Hartenstein, well, maybe Mitchell Robinson becomes a trade chip. Yeah, maybe you trade him with the picks, and all of a sudden, maybe you bring back that that really really good player. Yeah, and let's not forget too. I mean, there's still there's still a move or two to be made here. Oh, absolutely. To this is not a finished team. product. No, no, no. Like I just think at this point now, you want to just you want to prove to to Leon Rose and Tibbs that. Like this is a team that can can give a Boston or Milwaukee some trouble. So here's my question for you. So by the way, a couple things I want to tell you. Uh, and what I love, Knicks are 11 and four at home. So they've they've recreated that that Madison Square Garden or yep. the the home dominance. I'm just looking right now. Do you have any idea what the Celtics are at home? Oh, uh, they've. I think they're undefeated. No, have they lost yet at home? 17 and 0. Yeah, 17 and 0. Yep. At, I don't even know what the name of it is. I, I the called the Boston Garden. Yeah, it's the Garden. Seventeen and zero. I know. So I mean, I think last time we talked about it, they were thirteen and zero. Unbelievable. So just listen to this though. From four, and the Knicks are four right now, to eight. So it's four, five, six, seven, eight. The Knicks are twenty-two and fifteen, and eight is twenty-one and sixteen. So you say, well, a game in January against uh, you know Portland or this or that doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. It does because the difference between four and eight right now. Is minuscule, but here's my question to you. Well, Halliburton just got hurt too, so right. He's going to be, but they said it wasn't as bad as they thought okay. it could have been. He's going to be out for about two weeks, but right. yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's a huge loss. He's Still a wonderful player. So, my question to you is, how far can they go? And I know that we don't know what what the, the finished product is going to be because we'll probably find that out on by by February the eighth. But as we sit here right now, I mean, everyone's excitement level has to be as high as it's been in a very long time. Yep. You're the four. You own Philadelphia. Like you look better than Philadelphia does right now. Embiid is now banged up. He's going to not play again tonight because he's got knee swelling. Uh, they lost at home to the Knicks and then lost at home the next night to Utah. You're three games in the loss behind Milwaukee. We, well, you'll never be two. You'll never be three. Who? I mean, the way you're playing, you look like you're you. You look like you could be one of those upper echelon teams in the Eastern Conference. How, yeah, well, the, how I think far the, can you go? Well, I think the beauty of this, the the move is that I mean, it's. It, you wanted your starting five to be better defensively, but you also wanted to give, I think, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, you wanted to make it easier on those two. I don't feel like I've sacrificed a lot of scoring, if no, any, I, no, to I make myself better defensively. Dude, I think as Han gave us that last night. I think in December, I think defensively, they were 30th, and now in January, they're first. So, like, you're getting the desired effect. Like, this this deal has worked. And, I mean, we said it before the show, OG's plus 111 right now since he got here. Plus 111. It's amazing. That's a huge number. In five games? And then you look at their schedule now as we move forward here after they get these two road games out of the way. So it's Dallas tomorrow. Dallas, Memphis without Ja. Right. He's, and out, then for, he's you, out for the season. Right. He's going to get surgery. And then you got 12 of your next 14 at home, one of those games being in Brooklyn. Well, that's that's at West. That's at West. Well, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's just a quick trip out West. Right. Yeah. That's that, an, it's, it's enticing is what it is. And you're going to be, imagine if you play well during this stretch, then you're going to make a trade to buoy things even more by early February. Right. 
It's a good time you to be a Knicks be fan. You have to be excited. You, you have to be. So I, I'll ask you the question. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll get back to it. 1-800-919-3776. We want to hear from the Knicks fan because for some reason the Knicks fan doesn't reach out anymore. Like we talk Aaron Rodgers and phones blow up. We talk Giants and Wink phones blow up. Knicks, yeah. Because they're taking care of business. They're kind of like I don't this care. weird spot now. The Knicks are great. I, I love watching Stop this Stop it, team. Raymond. I don't care. It's your I, hottest take of all time, by I, the way. You know what? Why do you bring that up in the meeting today? No, I'm no, not really. saying it. I already well, told you. My game plan is to sit there, listen, and then you ask the questions. No, because then I know what I'm going to get the, when we leave. When, when I do it at, on the spot, yeah, it's a good question. Well, no, when we leave. Is, How do, I can't believe you asked three questions in the meeting. No, I think today is the meeting where you ask the questions. This is the appropriate meeting to ask questions. The other meeting is we kind of just want to get out. Uh, the last meeting, I asked a question about this meeting. Yeah, could, well, well, we knew we were having this meeting, though. It was, an, it was an unnecessary question. No, I don't think we yeah, knew. No, because when I asked the question, they said, we're going to have a meeting on that next week. So I think it was a very pertinent, timely question. All right. You just, here's what we do. You sit there and you look pretty, <laughs> right? And you give like phraseology, like, you know what? This meeting is the vein of my existence. You said, the vein of my existence is this meeting. And I'll do the heavy lifting. I'm, I'm fine with that. Listen, I'll be the eye candy. I'll just sit there and you just take control. Okay. It's right. like the vein of my existence. Oh. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It was the greatest show song in the history of the show. We are New York, and we love basketball. We're going to take it all, because we're the New York Knicks. I get a little RJ in there. Come on. Yeah, Raymond in That's there. That's perfect harmony. That was, that was as good for as us. it gets. Perfect harmony for us. It was as good as it gets. That's it. I challenge Manilow. I challenge <laughs> Adele. I challenge Swift. I challenge anybody to be better than that. They'd as a, as a quartet? They'd have their hands full. As a quartet? 
Come on. I could have used a little bit more Raymond. I didn't really hear Raymond in that because I heard RJ, but... Yeah, but I heard... I, you and I were, were very aggressive. It was almost like you had the microphone in your mouth. <laughs> I, was, I was gargling the microphone. <laughs> I'm happy to take a back seat. When no, we no, do you're a, the star. Another, we all get not, it. No, we I'm get not it. the star. I don't want to be the star. I don't want to be the star. You can't help it, though. What do you mean? Your, shine, your, your star shines that bright. Does it really? Yeah, you can't oh, fight that's it. nice. just happens. You turn on a microphone, just greatness. That's it. I, I listen. What, who am I, I to argue? I, listen, who am I, I checked, argue with I you? I checked out your IG story. Superhero you. I'm a superhero. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> no, there's nothing. I can't help it. I'm agreeing. Um, Best in I, the business. I would like, but I don't want to just waste a song. I think we save it for the postseason and then we belt that after like a big win. Because that's what that was, right? Was not we beat Cleveland last year? Yeah, Raymond it was. says yes. Raymond's giving us a thumbs up. That's what I need. Something no longer like that. speaks. Music and hands. Because well, he's probably eating. No, no and or doesn't ate. have his headphones on. I think he already ate. He's got his Bustello. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. His family coffee, by the way. Strong though. Delicious. It's very strong. Del- just what I need. Yeah. Just gets, what I need. Gets you going. Well, I mean something. My wife told me yesterday. I showed her something. It's like this. It was a uh, a caffeinated protein shake. Okay. So it's like it's got it's got caffeine. It's like a coffee. I understand what caffeinated means. Right, right. But it's also got like thirty grams of protein. I was like, Oh, this is nice. Uh-huh. And she's like, No, don't order that. Your heart's gonna explode. <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't drink that much. She's like, and she starts adding up the, the, the amount, amount of caffeine. caffeine. I was like, I, I wake up at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, but too much caffeine will make well, you go crazy. Or or I'll I'll fall asleep at the microphone. Which would you prefer? I'd prefer you fell asleep at the mic than no. to go crazy. Yeah. RJ, would you prefer he fell asleep live on the show, which would be great content, or would you prefer that his heart explodes live on the air? <laughs> um, I, I, I both are going to get your ratings. Yeah, yeah but one that one there's a, a definitive end. Like there's not really a lot. Uh, well, like heart explodes. What do I do? Because they got to carry the show now. That's what you're worried about. <laughs> and well, I mean, yeah. the show would go on. Wouldn't it have to? No, we have explodes. dead air, and all of a sudden, I mean, oh, you know what? Happened? Raymond dead. takes his shirt off and he starts running into other studios. You don't know what happens. See, do you think it even makes it to that first break without Dave saying, "All right, I guess it's just the Rothenberg show now." Yes. <laughs> Dave, what well, do you think? I eliminate the DPH show name immediately, immediately when I like reset immediately. I'm like, it's just Rothenberg with you on 9870 ESPN. I think you'd be. I think you might go to break just out of habit. You know, DPHR Rothenberg, right. 987 ESPN. I think... Come back like Rick's dead. Yeah, I think definitely when you come back, you've already rebranded the show, though. You're on to do some sports conversation. <laughs> RJ, give me a five-pack quick. Well, they, well, they take Rick's body out of here. Give me a five-pack. <laughs> well, if, I mean, if there's nothing I can do also, if it's exploded, you'd figure that I can't put the pieces back together. So what am I supposed to well, do? Well, I don't know. Okay. What do you feel mean? Like, feel bad more. to hold your head as you expire? No. Like, do you have any any last wishes? You want no, me to tell Cassie the, or the kids? If the heart exploded, there'd be no like holding me as I go <laughs> I quietly you, into the night. I want you to cradle him the way Andy Pettit cradled Don Zimmer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like hold his head, look into his eyes, be like, "Tell me what? What, what happened? Pass on to the family and then close them. Uh, right then, I yeah. I, I close yeah. them. Yeah, and then I s- slowly send you off right. into, and then I'm like, "All right, we're back." <laughs> <laughs> Give me a five pack, Archie. You got one today, right now? Just like like a, a wetting the appetite for a Stump Rothenberg question. I do. I have to pull up my my master list. Oh, yeah. you 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 couldn't do it off the top of your head. Just think of someone. Oh, but he's already putting the work into the it's list. Probably, it, yeah. If he had to think of a guy, it'd probably be a guy he's already asked you about before. That's yeah. why he pulls up the because the guy's list. a professional. He's not a hack like you. Uh, you know what? Don't talk to me like that. By the way, your Instagram page underwhelming. What? Your Instagram page underwhelming. It really is. 
You, you came out of the gates hot. You, you know what? What do you have going on, IG? Nothing. I, but I, I'm I, supposed I, to have a handler. Well, you do. And see, that's not true what Rick said. He says he has nothing going on. He's out there. We just haven't yeah. found him yet. You yeah, just can't that, find me. That's troubling. I'm always watching. He so sends, you're lurking. Yeah, he Great. sends stuff through our group chat all the time. Uh, from, from, from who? Who does it come from? It, well, it comes from other people, but he, you have to be on Instagram to find the content. All right, you know what? Enough about Instagram. Give me one, and then we'll get to the next calls. Quincy Doobie. Uh, no idea. Rutgers. Yes, correct. There you go. <laughs> no idea Rutgers. Well, That's I right. forgot who he was, and then I remember he played with the <laughs> Kings, was, and then a, lo- a long, lanky, like two or three kind of player. How is that? He- no idea Rutgers. Because <laughs> I forgot, and then I remember. Number four, I believe. The, the He's way, touched. The way his brain works. It's magnificent, isn't it's it? It's amazing. Um, Nick's calls are all lined up now. <laughs> any college you want, Rick dies on the show. He not a, not one tear is shed. I didn't. When did I say I wouldn't? Somebody have a come tear? clean this up, RJ. Come clean this up. When did I say I wouldn't have a tear? You keep the show going on. If you if you passed away mid show, I'd have to. I would be done. Well, well, because we've seen you try to do a show by yourself. Ugh. I'm capable of doing a show by myself. I mean, it's one of the few talents I have. I can't caulk. That's clear. I I, I can't snowblow. You've, you've done it twice. Yeah. I'm just uh, I mean, that's hysterical. We know it's possible. Yeah, we'll miss we'll that. We'll, we'll, we'll miss that. <laughs> when your heart explodes, it'll be one of the things we miss. Let's go to Kevin in Brick. Hi, Kevin. You're on 9870 ESPN. Uh oh. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Now we do. What's going on, Hello. buddy? What's up, guys? Uh, it's got. Um, so I want to talk some Knicks. I got a hot take. And then first off, First, you could put me in the category of some fan who overreacted to his trade, and I was completely wrong. I mean, oh, we, I've been screaming for a 3 and D guy, 3 and D guy, and we might have got one of the best 3 and D guys in the league. He's, this guy is a great player to watch. He's not a superstar, but he's a perfect piece. And my hot take is I think Hardenstein is a better player than Mitch Robinson. I, I'm not trying to hate on Mitch. He's a good player, but I think Hardenstein brings more to the table. Well, he's certainly a better offensive player. I don't think he's the same. Thanks to call Kev. I don't think he's the same presence defensively. He's an excellent rebounder. He's a really good shot blocker. So I don't think it's crazy to say all around he could potentially be a better player. Look what he's done since Robinson's went out. He's a terrific player. Yeah, well, he said that too when he was asked about it. He said he just, I mean, he's he's finally be given, he's finally been given the opportunity to show what he feels like he's capable of doing. And he's doing it. And he's taking advantage of it. But that's what good players do, right? Because he didn't have a ton of time. And every time he'd play, he'd be like, boy, he's pretty good. Yep. And now he's getting 30-plus minutes a night, and you watch him play, and you thought, how are we going to somehow you know, move past not having Mitchell Robinson? Well, if he plays like that, you're not going to have much trouble. I feel like what that caller just said, we've said quite a bit here recently, is it's a, it's a, perfect, it's a perfect fit. I mean, we should give Leon Rose some credit. Because a lot of like credit. The, the, the moves that he's made have been really nice fits. L- not some credit. A ton of a credit. I mean, Hartenstein is terrific, and Josh well, Hart's a great fit, and DiVincenzo's right. a really good player. And now this move... And Brunson. And now you bring in Anobi. I mean, these are good... I mean, yep. he started out poorly. Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier yep. were bad moves. They were. They were bad moves. Now, Evan Fournier now might be somewhat attractive because it's an expiring deal. But the moves since those two, I mean, to a man, they've almost all been good. Well, it seems like they've had, like, it's... It feels finally like they're working, like him and Tibbs are kind of in lockstep. Like Tibbs has an idea of what he wants the team to look like, and Leon's been able to go out and get the pieces that, that fit what he's trying to do. Right? Yeah, it's, it's working. It's clearly working. And this, see, the first Randall year, the, the COVID year, they were not that good. 
Like somehow they they he wound was up really ha- good. He was awesome in the regular season. Atlantic humbled them in the postseason. Last year, I think they were clearly better and probably would have beaten that team from 2020, but they still were flawed. Like, they're getting better, and I think there's more reason for excitement now than there has been in in a very long time. Yeah, and I was just trying to find a way to to get yourself at that next level. I think a lot of people feel like... And for the first time in a long time, I feel like you're you're going to. Like, you're you're moving in that direction. Dude, and I I always bring it up, and you saw the contract that he just signed down in Miami. Spolstra, like, he'd have been able to do it. Like, and you're trying to, I mean, that's the kind of basketball that you want to play. So you're trying to figure out, can we can we be a team like that? Because it's going to be, I mean, you're hard-pressed. It's Like, it's you can't control whether or not a superstar somewhere else is disgruntled. But at some point, that's going to happen. You hope. At some point, it's going to, listen, Lillard, I mean, it, it happens. You just have to be there ready and waiting. And the second it does, you got to swoop. You got to grab him, and you got to get out of Dodge. And for the time being now, you do whatever you can this season to try to improve this team. And listen, who knows at what point that superstar becomes available, whether it's before February or whether it's in the offseason, but you're heading in the right direction, and it's exciting for the first time in a long time. Yeah, but I think that's why partly, like, I mean, we got a lot of phone calls today, but I think partly why there's been kind of, you know, we bring up the Knicks and there hasn't been that much that's unacceptable. conversation just because it's a, it's a good team. Yeah, but if it's a good team, then they should call. Well, if it's a bad team, they should I, call. I, they, I, Knicks fan, I mean, we sit here all I the time. That. What's the most passionate fan base in New York? It's the Knicks. Well, where the hell are these people sometimes? I get it, but the Yankees fans are like that too. Like, at a certain point, when you're good, it's like it kind of gets boring to talk about. Because you have expectations now that they're going to go into a game. Yeah, the Yankees Portland. are always good. Yeah, but like uh, the reason why I think there's some excitement with this Portland game is just because I mean you got a chance to see OG go off in the first quarter, offensively, right? Or it was to, a treat. To, to raise point that he made in the group chat. Like this is again like Knicks teams in the past will have some success and then all of a sudden a game like that last night is for whatever reason they don't show up or think they're just going to lace them up and go win. Right. And, they and then it's losing. a loss and they lose the next game and then all of a sudden this great run is now on the kibosh. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Frank. In Jersey. Good morning, Frank. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, Dave. This is Donna. <laughs> uh, Hi, Donna. <laughs> question for you. Question for you and uh, and uh, and Rick today. Yeah. Um, with the apparent leaving of Wink uh, on the defense, where do, uh, where are do you think the Giants going to go for uh, for the de- defensive coordinator position? And do you think Antonio Pierce, if he doesn't get hooked up with Oakland? will have a legitimate shot at it. Yes. That was my first question. Yeah, uh, okay. Let, 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 before you even ask the second question, Donna, let me answer the first one. I think Antonio Pierce, if he doesn't get the Raiders job, would be a strong contender. I think Leslie Frazier, who has a, a real familiarity with uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dable, would also be a strong contender, yes. I appreciate that response. And um, before I get to Rick, listen, next year, 
uh, come to our tailgate at K7 for a, a giant game right on the loop there. I think you'd have a great time. I probably and, would. Um, I'm really weird when it comes to this stuff. I, I am I am not pro tailgating at all. I, I'd want you'll to, have I, a great time. I, I'm sure I would. I don't like to drink. I don't want to be inebriated. I, I, I'm not looking for a fun, entertaining time. I'm looking to go watch the Giants play. That's it. There you go. Uh, question for Rick. Rick, uh, as constituted... Where do you think the, the, I'm sorry, the Rangers need to make improvements to, at the very least, get to the finals this year? And who do you think will get to the finals this year in the uh, NHL? Who do I think will get to the finals this year in the NHL? That's the question. That's, I mean, that's such a tough question this, this early on in the season. Give me th- your, how about this? Right now, Jan 10. Jan 10? Your top three in each conference. Top three in each Doesn't even conference. have to be in order. The top three that you think, because last year, what, Florida went? I mean, you're never going to pick Florida a team went, yeah. like that, right? They were the eight seed. But who, who would you say? I would say right now I still like Vegas. Okay. Um, Winnipeg's a wagon right now, but I don't see them getting to the cup finals. I'll say uh, I'll say Vegas. That Vancouver team is playing well, huh? Colorado. Um, Vegas, Colorado in the West. I like the. Well, you have a third. Who's your third choice? Yeah, I don't even. I, I don't think I need to make. So a you go third Vegas, Colorado, Colorado in the Vegas, West. Colorado, and then in the East. I like Boston. I do like Boston? Say Boston, Carolina, the Rangers. Mm. Florida, the Rangers. Florida, Carolina. Carolina's goaltending is not very good. It's not very good. No. I think the Rangers have as good a chance as anyone. All right, so you want the Rangers and who? Toronto? You think they finally get past the... No, the they're early? I mean, they have Martin Jones in net right now. Um, yeah, I'll say Rangers. Rangers in Boston. Rangers in Boston. It seems like the easy answer right now. So, completely unrelated topic. Yeah. This wowed me. And I remember seeing yesterday, like, I got to bring this up to the guys. So the Sopranos, they're doing like HBO's doing like these Sopranos marathons. And whenever I turn on episode, I'm like, oh, I remember this. This was so good. And I'll watch like 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is. And then I start doing a little digging. Jamie Lynn Sigler, what's happened to her? What did she become? Do you have any idea, any of you, who Jamie Lynn Sigler is married to? Oh, I, I knew the answer to this question. It was some. I, I was stunned. She was at the garden the other night. Who's her husband? <sighs> Why am I drawing a blank? I, I just Raymond knows it's just the tip of his tongue. Okay. Right now. No, no, I just I just I, I was aware of it and I and I looked I looked it up the other day and now I've completely forgotten who it was. But. So why did you look it up? Because she was at the garden you she went was to the see. Garden. Right, yeah. okay. Any idea? I'm gonna, feel, get, I'm gonna feel stupid. Go ahead. Lenny Dykstra's son. No way. <laughs> see? Yeah. I think his name I is Cutter never, I would have never, never guessed that. Right. Is that never. is that wild? Uh yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't. You would have nev- never, never, a million years. Never. I, I think he was like 10 years younger than her, too. Give me a million guesses. I would never get that. Yeah, ever. Because I saw she's married to Cutter Dykstra. So then I dove into a little little work on who, did some who's, research, who's yeah. Cutter Dykstra. is like he's, Lenny Dykstra. So I was like, wow. He's 34. She's 42. Which is not a big Good deal. I don't, I don't think that matters. But I, no, I, was, I was stunned that she was married to Lenny Dykstra's son. Stunned. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you looked it up. That's exactly right. Tell me that's not information that you feel better about having now to go through the rest of your day. I can't tell you that. No. I don't think I'll ever use that. But it's good knowledge to have. I guess. You know what? I'm not going to bring no, this kind I, of listen, stuff to I your appreciate it. anymore. I mean, I think the, the choking list was nice, too. Now I know what foods to That's avoid. right. Hard candies. Yeah, right. Right? I mean, Cheese. Uh, cheese, right. Ice cream. Very dangerous. Killer cows. He, see? He's, he's got, got a cow he, thing. He does have a cow thing. 
He definitely does. Let's go to Dave in the car. Say good morning. Hi, Dave. You're on 98.7. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, I'm looking at the what I deemed a non-apology by uh, Aaron Rodgers um, yesterday and the fact that it took so long for him to even address it. And I'm looking at the Jets organization. I just want to ask you this question. I think he's going to end up being the undoing of the Jets, and he's going to tarnish his legacy. I think next year he's going to say something out of line, whether it's about football or not, probably not about football. And the the organization is going to be saturated with media coverage as to why this guy's being allowed to pop off so much. Um, and I guess I'm, I'm asking this question or making this assumption because – not apologizing to Jimmy Kimmel, I think, was not just a mark on him. It's a mark against the Jets organization. I don't think they care. They pulled the guy in the room. I don't, Dave, I don't think they care. I think they want him to go out and play winning football and whatever nonsense he pulls and on Jimmy it. Kimmel or on, on McAfee or whatever. I don't think they care. So that's, I mean, if that's the state of affairs, that that's just pretty pissed for for fans, especially for younger fans who are, are looking at players and looking for any type of redeemable quality in team sports. I think, first of all, I, I will I say I'm, this. I think he made a misstep in what he did. Um, he kind of skirted around an apology and didn't want to do that. And yeah, do I think he should have apologized? Well, what did I tell you yesterday was going to happen? You, you said exactly that. Right. You said that he would do exactly what he wound up doing. But I think it was a, a, a misstep, and I think he could have apologized, but he was never going to. It's not, not his way. And listen, if Aaron Rodgers goes out there next season and is phenomenal, no one will care. No one. Jets fans, no one. And the truth is... Listen, my favorite player ever is Lawrence Taylor. You think Lawrence Taylor is a savory character? No. no, but Lawrence Taylor could get to the quarterback better than anybody I've ever seen in my life. And for that, I have amazingly fond memories. I'm not, I know Charles Barkley years ago, right? He was like role models and the whole thing. And maybe you feel differently. Athletes should not be role models. You look at them and their athletic prowess and think to yourself, yeah, but you know, they are, though. that's a, well, I, I know you can say that, but the parents got to be more involved. Well, listen, I get it. It doesn't matter how involved the parent is. Like, I mean, you can talk to your kid about, you know, all the different things that who you name their favorite athlete, like stuff that if that athlete gets in trouble or, I mean, how much you choose to tell your kid. Like if you're, you know, someone that's a, you know, if your kid's a Tampa Bay Rays fan and their favorite player was Wander Franco, I mean, at some point you're going to have to tell them why Wander Franco's Which is fine, anymore. but you know what? If you love Wander Franco, you would imagine that, that kids are not lining up to be like Wander Franco. Maybe the baseball version of well, him, but, but not, the, not the human being of right, him. But that's it, though. The kids, like you see the kids, like the kids that... Now, my son's eight years old. You got kids that play sports, go through, I mean, you know, Ben's all the way up through high school baseball. Right. Everywhere you go, the kids are emulating their favorite, how they dress, their eye which black. Is, and, which is it. great. I mean, you want to dress like Lawrence Taylor? Fine. You want you want to play like Lawrence Taylor? All the better. You want to act like Lawrence Taylor off the field? Not okay. It's yeah, not but okay. I don't think, but I think my point is, is that it's, kids don't watch Aaron Rodgers and say to themselves, oh, I want to do what Aaron Rodgers is doing on Pat McAfee. They want to play like Aaron Rodgers. Great. They want so to go, they they want to wear the same kind of like uniform. So a who has way. an like, issue with that? Go play like Aaron Rodgers. I don't, but I think that I mean at the end of the day with Aaron Rodgers, it's not going to be what he says on Pat McAfee. Like he's going to deal with that and how how he chooses to deal with it, and if that becomes a distraction for him and affects the way he plays in the field, you're only going to worry about it. At least I'm only going to worry about it if it starts to affect how That's he correct. plays. If Aaron Rodgers produces and is, not is good. awesome, no one will care. Anything about Pat McAfee. Nothing. And if Aaron Rodgers goes and stinks, they'll hate him, but not because of what he said on Pat McAfee. No, it's a fight he wants to fight. Like, he wants to fight this fight with Jimmy Kimmel and, right. and everyone else, fine. I mean, at some at, at a certain point yesterday during the interview, A.J. Hawk was like, 
Do you get tired of this? Like fighting all I'll these. T- I'll tell you what. Fighting I do. All these I do. Well, I know. I think people are sick and tired of it because they just want to see him play, and you got a chance to watch him in four plays. Like most people, in my experience, even most athletes, you don't care what someone, like teammate, whoever it is, has has what they're doing off the field, off the ice, unless it starts to affect how they play. Correct. Or it all of a sudden trickles down into the locker room. And he's listen. For better or for worse, he wasn't here, and he didn't have the McAfee avenue for his whole career. But he's always he's had, had the McAfee for a couple years of years now, yeah. And he's he's always been great. There's never been a time where he hasn't been great. I mean, he's had some playoff moments, but I don't it's think why that was related has, because of this. It's why he has the opportunity to be on Pat McAfee. Right. You think anybody would care if he was anybody else almost? No. No. Brady could have the McAfee as a vehicle. Of course. Right? There are... There are Mahomes could be doing a weekly hit for an hour with McAfee. There's not a bunch of guys that people would care to listen to for that long. No, not only that, though, but there are certain, I mean, there are certain athletes that have the ability to to manage all the stuff and to deal with it. I mean, it's it's clear that he, I mean, he's a smart guy. I think sometimes he thinks he's he's smarter than he is, which gets him gets him in trouble. But like he can he can handle it. Some guys he can be, handle it. Well, some there's some people that wouldn't be able to handle this. Like having to deal with like the the extra stuff that he de- puts himself into would be too distracting, and they wouldn't be able to to function right. I agree. He finds a way to do it. He does. So you know, hats off to him. Do I agree with everything he does? No, I absolutely don't. I don't think you do either. No, but I don't have to. No, I'm not concerned about that. Like what he, all his views outside of him just playing football. I don't him him making a decision to get immunized or not. Like all that stuff. I don't. Do you? Do you? Right now, did I love when it came out? Oh, I'm immunized and not. No, I thought that was trying to skirt the issue. Well, but it's exactly why I said to you yesterday. He's gonna the, how he's gonna position himself is he never said that. You're right. He played that the same way that he played right. the whole immunization thing. Um, all right, it's ESPN New York's SBBV. What does that mean? Super Box Bonanza, the fifth. This year, each qualifier will take home a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of ten ESPN Super Boxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, Meta Quest, and so much more. B caller number. What number? What number do you like? I'll let you pick today. It's a stump. Uh, mm, I like a lot of. I'm a I'm a big, big number, number guy. guy. Yeah, yeah I, can I like. Tell. Growing up, before Lawrence Taylor started playing, my favorite number was eight. So let's go with eight. I'm going to go with number eight. I like it. Right now, call eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win five hundred dollars in quarters one and three, thousand dollars at halftime, and a final score payout of two thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, and it's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. So there you have that. You know what else you have coming up? We have the legal ID at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Right at the top of the 8 o'clock, legal ID. And people, you know they're driving in their cars slowly, hopefully, today with the weather. On their way to work or wherever it happens That's to why be. people tune in, I think. Because that, that, that 8 o'clock legal ID. Right. Of all a, the ideas that we've had, all the you know sit-down sessions, like can we come up with some new features, segments, yeah. CMT, Stump Rothenberg, observations, did it happen in Florida? This is, this is one of the best. Maybe we open up the show tomorrow with just the legal ID. Well, so we don't need to because Raven plays it right before to 6 o'clock. To do the Thursday open, maybe. Maybe you maybe you do the legal ID at the top and of the And you o'clock. do the Thursday open. No, I don't. Why? Stop. No, you're always trying to pawn. No. no. Because you're lazy. <laughs> you're lazy by nature. I'm not doing the Thursday open, nor should I do the Thursday open. You'll, you'll have anybody You've given me do nothing. Thir- You've given me nothing this week. Are you, out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Raymond. Good Thursday morning. Raymond, how bad has he, how has bad has he been drop-wise this week? I want to hear this. He's got a couple of... Barely. Stop it. Nah, actually, in, in terms of Dave and, and the, the example it, right? that Dave usually sets for us, we don't have a lot. Nothing. I've got this today. I challenge Manilow. 
I challenge Adele. <laughs> I challenge Swift. I challenge anybody to be better than that. I thought that was rather bold. It's all right. I challenge Manilow is a hell of a drop. It's all right. It's not your best. Challenging Barry Manilow. How can on. I? Okay, if I give you my Champion, best every week, Champion. at some point it's not my best anymore. No, well, you keep up in the you keep up in your level. Well, that's a lot of pressure. I need you to call somebody a memorabilia slut today, okay? Can you do that. <laughs> Did you play the memorabilia David slut last week? Jersey to put up so in you don't your even man listen. You'd want that. I remember. Memorabilia. You're yeah, a slut. Of course, I did. memorabilia is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Use it again. No, I'm not going to use it again. You're lazy. I'm like one of those people that doesn't wear the same outfit twice. I don't like to use the same drop. He's very much against back the to back same, weeks. He's very much against the same no. drop back to back. We should weeks. be good enough that I have fresh drops. Every Thursday. Well, why does it, why does all the pressure have to be on me? It's why do I have to provide the drops? No, how about, RJ how about Raymond? How about RJ? How about you? RJ had the breakfasts. Yeah, it was months ago. Yeah, the I breakfasts. know. Well, this is they're at a different level. What did he have? He had one the other day off the air. What was that? Uh, it was off championships the air. I can't or something. Something weird. Yeah, it was. He had no sleep. He was on another bachelor party. I don't think I, RJ I, has a great did, mastery of the English language. I did one of those too, though. To be fair, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, but I did one for sure. Do we have your uh, your cow drop? <laughs> we do have the cow, I think, somewhere. Yes. You can bring back the cows on Thursday. Of course I have to. Yeah, I think you should. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I have my list, but now we don't have a ton of time. Let's go to a couple calls. Please, can we? I think I've been really good. Phone lines are lit up, and you just you find, find something, something stupid to talk about. Rick thinks you stink. Yeah. Geniuses I find design content in nuanced topics. Who are these geniuses? Yeah. Me. That's what I'm saying. I'm a genius. <laughs> this is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You guys don't get anything. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. This song was very upsetting last year because it reminds you of Edwin Diaz. And when Edwin Diaz was out, you heard this and it was depressing. That's when Raymond played. Now it reminds me of the Mets. But now it reminds me of the Mets. And you're not excited about no. the Mets? He's not. healthy. He's good to go. Are you? What's the problem? Uh, I'm excited for baseball and I'm anticipating the Mets, but not with the same vigor that I did last year. Are you pleased with the offseason so far? No, I think it's been no. underwhelming. Did you, re- did you see the report yesterday? That the Mets have about $10 million left to spend? Great. So, I didn't see that. Yeah. Right. So that's what they're... That's, now you know it. I, I saw that they're interested in Wandy Peralta. Peralta yeah. Which I, I like him. It feels like, like the bulk of the money now is going to go into the bullpen. Well, I think it has to, right? Well, what what are we doing at DH? Have we solved that issue no, yet? They, they have other issues. Yeah. They have other issues. It seems that that's, Marte will be back healthy. He's actually playing full games now in right field, so that's good. Yeah, very good. Because he was a, n- a non-entity last year. Yeah, that was a huge loss for us. Right. But, I mean, look at our rotation. I got people over at baseball, like Yankees fans laughing at me. Don't worry about the Yankees fans. They got their own issues. Well, I got to deal with it. I don't like it. All right. Well, listen, I think you got... Uh, the only thing I'll say, and I agree, and I understand why you'd feel this way, is that you've heard great things about David Stearns. He took Milwaukee, at a small market team, and led them to big places for a long time. Let's right, see but how, let's raise see your how it plays out. Okay, I understand that, but raise your hand if you actually thought you actually thought that we were going to have a gap, like, we're, like that Steve Cohen was serious about taking a gap year. If you thought that was going to be the case, yeah, it f- feels like they're kind of I don't want to say punting on the season because I think they think they're going to compete, but they're not going to compete the way the Mets fans would hope they'd compete. No, they're not the Braves, they're not the Dodgers. No, as not. we're trying to kind of like say set this this culture of a team that's always right there. 
Like, we'll always have a chance. Isn't that what you want? Oh, that's what I would like to have happen. Right. Well, I mean, that's how you're going to get... Like, that's how you're going to get the players, and by essentially, the way, that you want. Now, all of a sudden, money matters? Well, they got a lot of dead money hanging around, I too. get it. But now, I mean, you're going to... I mean, if there's pieces that you want and you think that you need, we're going to say, all right, well, we, we allotted $10 million. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to play well, this no, game? Well, no, I think they want to try to mix both. They want to be... I mean, they want to be able to use the money when they want. Like, if Yamamoto... I mean, they offered him $325 million. He didn't choose to take it. He wanted right. to be a Dodger. If there's... I mean, if there's a, a, a the ability to get a player... That they want, I'm sure Stephen Cole, Steve Cohen's going to do it, but I guess they also want to be smart too. Like if you, if free agency is a real expensive way to build a team. Well, you saw that last season, right? So if and now they're dude, they have they have fifty, almost fifty million bucks sitting on their books for the season. That's no, nobody's fault but their own, right? But na- but now all of a sudden you're going to throw in there. Well, ten million is about. A cap of what we can spend? It's no, r- I think it's, it's also... Well, no, I think you bring smart people in to assess what's available and if it's worth the money. Okay, so maybe it's not. He's definitely shown the... I mean, he's shown more of a a willingness to spend bigger money for shorter-term deals. Which I think is smart. Which is smart, but there are guys like... Man, Snell's coming off of Cy Young. He's going to want to get paid. Of course he is. Bellinger's going to want to get paid. Of course he is. And so, I don't trust Bellinger. Bellinger gets me nervous. No, and and so does Snell. Right. So do you want to I mean, do, do the smart thing or you want to just throw money at it? Did I see that the Rays released one of the Franco? Uh, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. There's a chance he's not, he might not be allowed back in the country. Yeah, I, that would make sense. Uh, John Morosi. Yankees have emerged as top candidate to sign Marcus Stroman, sources say. I'm told the sides have had productive discussions in recent days. So the thing with Stroman, is, and it feels like he's always wanted. Remember when he got traded to the Mets? Yeah, he was pissed because he wanted, and he to, go wanted to, the to, to go to the Yankees. It feels like this has been his play for a long time. He wants to wind up with the Yankees. A couple things about him. He's, I want to be fair when I say this, but he speaks his mind. And there are not a lot of things he's not willing to go after, both good and bad. And that would get me nervous that something's going to happen, that he would just kind of go rogue. And secondly, he was awesome last season for like the first 70%, and he was brutal down the stretch of last season. Did not finish up strong, no. It was really no, bad. did not. And he has not had a lot of nice things to say about the Yankees. Right. So it's interesting now that... But he'll 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 take shots at anybody. Like, he, he wants the smoke. Yeah, he yeah, relishes like, that. Listen, I get it, but I mean, if now all of a sudden, you know, after saying the things that you said, feel like, oh, I, you know what, maybe I was wrong, maybe I want to be a Yankee. I don't know, we'll see if it works out, but... Uh, the biggest thing with the Yankees now, I mean, seriously, after the whole, and I know the Juan Soto thing is like you're all in for the season because there's no like you, Juan Soto was going to free agency, right? So I mean, you have this year and try you want to you know capitalize on it as much as you can, try to win a World Series. Like, do they need help with the rotation? Absolutely, but let's not also forget how much money they spent on Radon. Well, you need a bigger return from Radon, and if Radon was I good, think bigger is well, you need a return uh, from Radon. I mean, if if Radon was good last year. You probably wouldn't even be in the market for another starting pitcher like this. Well, they weren't on Yamamoto too. Well, so, I, mean, they, I think that's they, very that's redundant related though. They are trying to win right now, which is smart. Which is exactly what they should do. Stroman's a good pitcher. I just so Stroman is thirty two. Yep, he will be thirty three at the beginning of the season in May. Last year, he was ten and nine. With an area of near four, but I, I mean, it was the finish of the season. I'm sitting here looking at his. I'm yeah, sitting you have here his, looking his at his game, game log. log. Yeah, G- give me his last 
seven starts. Last seven? Yeah. It's funny that you say seven because the last seven were the worst. Um, last seven. So he was... And, and typically a starter gets about, what, 32? Yeah. 32 starts, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So give me so the last, last seven. seven. He went three and two-thirds, gave up four earned runs, three and a third, seven earned runs, three, six earned runs. Uh, went two innings, one inning, three innings, two innings. So that's, ho- that's horrendous down the stretch. Uh, it's not great. No, it's horrendous. That would get me anxious. Yeah, but I think you're at a point now where you're looking for you're looking for help with your rotation. And what do you want to do? I mean, do you want? I mean, the other options? Do you want to start trading away prospects? To the Yankees are very anxious about trading away prospects. We've seen that. That's just their mo. Whether you like it or not, whether you are a fan of what they choose to do or not, that's their mo. They are very anxious and very concerned and very worried about trading away a guy that turns into a superstar player. Whether it's going to happen or not, that's their concern. Well, I think the other thought was, I mean, do they use Glaber Torres as a as a piece after the season he had offensively? Well, if you're not going to keep him, yeah. Well, you say that, or are you just be willing to keep him for one year because he's a really good he's a really good offensive second baseman. He is. And try to win now, and then if you lose him, you lose him. He is. But do you would you rather use him to bring in a, a Corbin Burns? If that if that is I mean if that's a possibility, but is Milwaukee going to want to pay? Well, I don't Glaber know. Torres? No, I, I, I would I don't say know. that's probably not a great example. So who are you going to trade him for? A young pitcher that's not making any money? No, I mean... It, it, a team that's going to spend money no, to resign him? I'm not... What I'm saying, though, is that that was the thought last year. Was that the... I mean, he was one of the names of the deadline that you felt like, oh, he might... He looks like he's on the move. Doesn't go to Miami. Right. They end up keeping him. Has a, he has a great year last year offensively. And now, at some point, you're going to have to pay him. If there's any plans to keep him on soda, you're going to pay Glaber Torres, too? No. They're not going to play... You're not going to be able to pay both right. guys. So was there a deal out there to be made as opposed to you know just spending money on Marcus Stroman? Like I don't know what the deal's going to look I'm, like. I'm sure there is. I'm but sure you, you could get to... a picture of that ilk. Right. But what I'm saying is, if the if financially if financially you can make it work with a free agent, aren't you better off keeping Glaber Torres for what he gives you offensively at second base? Yes. As opposed to, I mean, can Peraza play second base for you? Yeah. But are you going to get the same offensive production? No, you're not. And you're trying to win this season. That's the thing. They're trying to win. They're trying to win now because there's no guarantee that you're going to have Juan Soto after the season. So you got to, I mean, right. do what it takes. You got to go all in. So, but so wouldn't Blake Snell be going all in? Yeah, but Blake Snell's different. You're talking about a different commitment financially. And are you going to have to? You're going to have to go long, long term right. with Blake Snell. And you, that's you, not you couldn't do you one do. of these Mets crazy, you know, front loaded two year deals. I saw what Blake Snell wants. He wants to get paid. He just won the Cy Young, man. He wants this. This is it. And he's in his 30s, right? This is the he's going to want to get paid like a Cy Young winner should get paid. All right, so we'll keep an eye on the Marcus Stroman game then. If they if they do sign Stroman, I imagine Glaber's going to be here this season. Probably, yeah. Well, I get. Listen, I understand it too. Glaber, I mean, had a great offensive season, and you're looking to. I mean, you're looking to win now. I mean, if you're talking about if you're talking about signing one of these pitchers to a longer term deal, or if you it's like say you sign Yamamoto. I could see you moving off Glaber financially. Uh, by the way, I don't want people to think like, oh, he's hating on the Yankees and, and Stroman's much better than he says. Stroman was awesome for the first two-thirds of last season. And then like you just went through, I think you just went through like seven or eight games. He didn't pitch into the fifth inning in any of those games. Not one time did he pitch into the fifth. No, so from uh, from the start of July to the end of the season, his ERA went from, his ERA went from 276 to 395. And that was six, ten starts. 
Right. So he had a bad stretch. But but that's the last. A bad you saw, but that's the last you saw of him. I get it. If he started out poorly and ended well, I think you'd feel a lot better about. Or he's probably even maybe he's got more people interested. If that was the case, I would think so. Boy, this story is going to get weird, er, and ugly. I think Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, says the Giants have not begun a search for a new defensive coordinator and don't plan to do so as of right now. Sources tell him. They want Wink Martindale to be their D.C. unless and until he resigns. So the standoff continues. He follows that up with they're trying to avoid uh, firing him in the first place. They'd owe him next year's salary, and he couldn't then go get a job wherever he wants, i.e. Philadelphia, without them being able to block that interview. So this standoff, I didn't know how long it's going to last, but it's weird. It's a game of chicken now. But it doesn't look good for any... It, like You don't look at any of the players in this and think to yourself, boy, they look good. I don't think the organization looks good. I don't think Dable looks good. I don't think Wink looks good. No, I don't like... I, I Listen, after reading some of the stuff, which is kind of what we assumed and we talked about, was how it... You heard the word... I mean, you read the word fiefdom that was being created between Wink and his his group of coaches, mm-hmm. which I told you, is a, is a head coach, the last thing you want. Right, you can't you, have you, that. you don't want you know separation. Right, between so the I completely staff. understand. Brian Dable wants to move off of Wink Martindale. That's his prerogative. He's the head coach. Like we all have to be on the same page here. I don't necessarily like how they handled the end of it. Well, why not just fire him if you don't well, like? They which, just, you just read it. Why they, they don't want, want him to, to go? I mean, it's not like Wink Martindale is is you know Bill Belichick is a defensive coordinator. Nobody also he's knows good. You're right, but he also knows like he was just in your building. He also knows all your strengths and weaknesses. And if he has a vendetta now and he wants to stick it up here, you know what? Pretty sure Philly's going to be looking for a defensive coordinator. I'm sure they will be. And you want to have control of the situation. So but Wink you, says, but you, you know handle, what? handle it like this? Like we still think he's our DC until he actually resigns? No, now they're just playing the game now. So now it's a game of chicken. Well, how? Here's the question, though. How long do you want to play the game of chicken before you say, you know what, f- goodbye? You're done. I, I guess as long as Wink wants to keep this thing going. Until it starts costing you potential defensive coordinators that you want. Like, I guess if, like, okay, if Vegas all of a sudden hires a head coach and Antonio Pierce is sitting out there. Right. You're probably going to jump at the opportunity and right. say, okay, Wink, well, you're, you're, you're gone. Antonio yeah. Pierce, you're coming in. Now we're set. Right. Because Leslie Frazier, you imagine you can probably. I heard Mike phone. Zimmer's name being mentioned. All right. I like Mike. How old is Mike Zimmer now, though? Uh, I don't know. Bill Belichick's almost 72 years old. That's I mean. crazy. This you understand what coach. I know you do. Like, yeah. What it indoors? Like, sleeping on the couch, not going home, working 20 hours a day. How do guys in their 70s do that? They love it. They love it, man. It's it's your life. It's it's, yeah, how, it's, it's what defines so you as a person. Time. No, I understand it's time, but I mean, there's saying, you f- like this song that I like, find something you love and call it work. It's like they, you love it. It's not really work if you love it. You want to pay, I mean, it costs you Some probably guys- a lot of relationships and everything else, but. Yeah, some guys love it so much, and even though it burns them out, they still want to do it. Like that's that was Parcells' thing. He loved it so much, he poured so much into it that he would burn himself out every four years. Yeah, then you reset, and then you're like, oh, what the hell am I doing? I want to be a coach again. Yeah, but it's like I mean, they, they work till midnight. They get on the couch. They eat bad food. It's just well, they don't have to. I mean, there's coaches that you don't have to do it, but that's what most of them do. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean it's right. It's right. Like there are some coaches that feel like if you can't get your stuff done by like Deion Sanders is like that. He's well, like, you're gonna go home and have dinner with your family. They can't all be McVay, Rick. Uh, McVay's yeah. got it going on. Ooh, yeah, he does. He's he's winning. So well, t- I, could, I get it though. Like I could get pouring yourself something into, into something like that if you really love it. I get it too. But to think about doing that, think at about what you, seventy years old, dude. I, I get it. 
but I mean, there are probably some people that realize too, like once you're done doing it and it's, I mean, it's affected, I'm working 16 hours a day, how it's affected my family, not getting a chance to see my kids grow up and then you're done. It's like, well, what do I do now? It's all I know. Right. Like no one so tells you, like, of habit. listen, no one tells you you have to watch every inning of every Mets game or Yankees game. Like some people don't that do this job. And then that's fine. And there's others. I love doing it. So I watch every, I'll watch all of it. Right. You don't have to, but the good ones do. The good ones do, but I think that there's two ways to do it, and I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I understand that the, we spent a lot of time on that, but that's all. Right, but mean, then think of the payoff, though, which was what makes it so worth it. Like watching Jim Harbaugh and that Michigan team celebrate. Yeah, and the well, that's why they hours do it. They put into it. Well, think of how great the reward must feel when you actually get to the top of the You mountain. can't even describe it. No. So it makes all of it worth it. Did you see, by the way? John Harbaugh sneak onto the sidelines. I, did, I saw that. Walk down to to Jim, tap him on the shoulder, and and Jim's reaction was like, what, "Who is doing? Oh, it's you!" And he embraced him with a hug. Like those are the greatest moments in sports. How incredible is that, though? Too to now have Dad wins a national championship, you win a national championship, and your brother won the Super Bowl. All his coaches. That's yeah, pretty. There was. A, a, did I tell you? I told him. I think my boys. There's a meme going on because you know uh, Tom Crean. Yeah, it's his uh, brother-in-law. Right. So it's like the dad. 2002, I think, Western Kentucky Championship. John, championship with the Ravens. Jim, championship with Michigan. Tom Crean, once made the Sweet 16. (laughs) Doesn't have that same success. I wonder if they make him sit at the kids' table now. Yeah. Still. Probably so, right? (laughs) Can I get a second helping? Sorry, you're at the kids' table. Imagine if they mess them like that. Thanksgiving, they're all all the adults sit at the one table at the championship. And and he's in like the fold-out chair. (laughs) Tom, you go there. Where's my seat? No, you're over there. Yeah, you're over there with the children. The non-winners. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.